in Jesus' mighty name. So we are looking at key to making a lasting impact in life. Hallelujah. Amen. John, the gospel according to John chapter 15, verse 1 to 8, is our anchor text, our anchor scripture for this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you feeling light already? You feel like something is already taken out of you? Amen. We'll come back with testimonies in Jesus' name. Amen. The gospel according to John chapter 51, 8, it says there, I am the true vine, my father is the husband man. Every branch in me that beareth no fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purged it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. As a branch cannot bear fruit on itself, of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can you except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abided in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, is cast forth as a branch, and is withered, and men gather them, and cast them into the fire, and they are born. Seven. If he abide in me, and my words abide in you, he shall ask whatever you will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that he bear much fruit. So shall he be my disciples. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, there was a particular meeting in camp where at some point, I don't know whether I was pondering over my life and asking why are things not yet happening the way I expect them to happen. Then the Lord spoke to my heart. Hallelujah. He said to me, the word that came was, the key to making a lasting impact in life is consistency. I caught that. As a group I used to pray with, and the guy told me, I'm usually very off. I don't usually join. And the guy was just telling me, this thing is consistency. You need to keep doing it. There are times you might not feel it, but you just need to do it. Hallelujah. Amen. My brothers and sisters, we need to come to that place where we understand that we need God. And that is today. God will make us come to the realization of the need for him in every area of our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. So, the work with God requires that you maintain a particular pattern which has helped you all through from the very first time that you got born again and as you keep going, going to where God is taking you to. For you to be able to remain standing like one of the um, um, great men of God I, I, used to, I used to follow, Mike Modoc, he said something. A matured Christian is someone who falls out on track and comes back on track. Hallelujah. It's only your relationship with God that can bring you back on track. Amen. Maybe you're here this morning and you have been going off and on. You dragged yourself to church this morning. You are in that place where you are losing hope already. Where you're saying to yourself, let me just come to church this morning and see what will happen today. I'm saying to you, there is hope. There is hope. 
But my instruction to you this morning is maintain a disciplined, consistent lifestyle of prayer and do everything that God instructs you to do. Hallelujah. The walk with God is not a stroll in the park. It's not going to be as easy as you thought it. I used to have a father, someone who I respect so much. Then when we were growing up and we, it looks like we are going in the, in the direction of the Christian, the Christian ways or the way of Christianity, and the man will look at me and say, this guy, if you continue like this, I'm going to disown you. Hallelujah. Amen. That those Christians are wretched. I don't want to be associated with them. All the Christians he knew were all poor people. Hallelujah. You know, he had a mentality until what happened to him happened to him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My brothers and sisters, when you give your life to Christ, that does not mean things will automatically change. From the Bible reading we saw, Jesus was saying to us there that you will become productive in life or that you will bring forth results is in me. It will come from the Father to me, through me to you. And God desires for every one of us to produce results. Our life should be in whatever sphere of life we find ourselves, that in whatever we do, whatever we do, we give glory to God. So, St. Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 5.17, If any man be in Christ is a new creature, all things are passed away and everything becomes new. He didn't say that things are going to turn around automatically. But the joy of the whole thing is that you are on your way to fulfilling your purpose, but you need to pay a price. You must work on yourself. You will need to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Hallelujah. Philippians 2.12 Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only. Hallelujah. So what we are doing as we come to church is building ourselves up. I remember one particular night when my younger sister was due and she was so heavy and... Um, she passed our due dates. We became worried. I didn't know what to do. I was panicking. Hallelujah. I didn't know who to call. All the men of God I called, none of them picked. What would have happened to me if I didn't have a relationship with God? Hallelujah. So I cried unto God, and God helped me by his grace. We prayed, and she delivered safely. Hallelujah. So whether it's in the presence of our pastor, or whether you are here, or whether you are not here, you must work out your salvation with fear and trembling. God will not do it for us. Hallelujah. So what are we saying? Because this work will require that the times when it feels like this is not making sense to me, you must intentionally tell yourself, that I refuse to fall out on track. If you understand what someone I know has gone through in one year. Amen. Losing both parents in less than one year. Hallelujah. Amen. A lot of people have gone back to the world because of that. A lot of people have gone back to prostitution because of that. 
A lot of people have chosen to go by the way of drugs because of that. But when you are in a relationship with God, the capacity you have built up in the place of prayer and fellowship will keep you going. Do you know even when my father was dead? Sorry. Even when I lost someone, hallelujah, hallelujah, I still had that inner strength to pray. That's the morning before I traveled home, I joined an online prayer. It didn't seem to me like something happened. That could have only been built up in the place of a relationship with God. Hallelujah. So the relationship with God, so that we will understand and know that this work with God is not a stroll in the park. You won't just get born again today and expect things to be going on all right with you. You have to pay the price. God will test your faithfulness. Hallelujah. Yes, when you get born again, according to John 1, 12, you receive the power to become the sons of God, the daughters of God. When you get born again, there is a place between regeneration and glorification. Regeneration is when you get born again, and glorification is the time God decides to elevate you. When things turn around, there is a place of sanctification. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So between regeneration stage and the glorification stage, there are times when you will miss it. Hallelujah. There are times when you will mess up. There are times when you will compromise. There are times when you cower because you are under pressure. Hallelujah. It is the relationship with God that will get you going. Because God is taking you somewhere. God is taking you somewhere. It will happen in your time. He has a plan for you. He's thinking about you. Does no matter how rejected you have been, how dejected the society have made you seem, God has a plan for you. Many may hate you. They don't like you around them. You don't like your, your presence around them. God is going to work out something for you if you hold on. There was a brother I met a few months ago. I saw this brother and I, I started talking to him, asking him questions. He said, Tell him, and, and, and I just realized that this guy's situation is kind of hopeless. So I cannot help this guy. Is it, this guy lost the father and lost the mother. The father has chased him out of the house. He's just hanging around, doesn't know what to do. Hallelujah. And I just advised him. I told him, God is thinking about you. I don't know whether you walked in here into church like that this morning. Jeremiah 29, 11 to 14 says, For I know the thoughts that I am thinking towards you, or I think towards you, said the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. Our God is not a wicked God. Huh? It is in your place to work out your salvation. Follow that uh, consistent, disciplined life, and you will get to the very end. That consistent, disciplined life is working on yourself, disciplining yourself, obeying God. That's the process of getting to that place where God is taking you to. Hallelujah. Then shall you call upon me, and you shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. And you shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all your heart. Discipline and consistency. 
Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. I want to encourage us this morning. Keep chasing after God. And everything is going to be alright. Don't think coming to church is, uh, is too religious. So you come in casually. No. You're building yourself. That is why some of us, we come and we go. The rest of the week will be worse off. We will be worse off than we were when we came to church on Sunday. Amen. That will change today in Jesus' name. David, in the Bible, if you have read the book of the story of David, amen, I got this revelation when I was talking to that young man. Amen. David didn't have any iota of idea that he was going to be king. He, never, he wasn't looking at becoming king. The reason why he pursued God, he chased after God, he, hunger for, he hungers for God, is not because he already knew he was going to be king. In fact, he was prophesying about Jesus. Psalm 110. The Lord said to my Lord, sit here on my right hand. He prophesied about Jesus in Psalm 2. He wasn't thinking he was going to be king. He was just doing his thing. He was just enjoying the presence of God. He was developing his relationship with God. Hallelujah. And he was building up capacity. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Then, that season of visibility showed up. Amen. God had to move him from obscurity to visibility. But you know something very interesting about this God? At the time, David was anointed king. He did not become king. He still had to go through the process for close to 15 years plus. Hallelujah. Amen. So David said something in Psalm 27 verse 4. He said, one thing have I desired of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. There is nothing wrong if you decide to develop a relationship with God such that you understand that God is speaking to you and you're speaking to him. You enjoy his presence. It's not being religious. It's a lifestyle. Hallelujah. When David killed the bear, he was building up capacity. So whatever situation that is like a bear in your life today, amen, you are beating that situation hands down. And you are building up capacity. When David killed the lion, he was building up capacity. Hallelujah. Do you know what that helped him to do eventually? In 1 Samuel chapter 17, that capacity he built up. When he was in his wilderness moment, that capacity he built up. When nothing else makes sense but God to him. Hallelujah. Helped him because God was with him. God held the head of the, of the, of the giant. And David released the sling of stone. And the God of giant has been threatening the children of Israel. The children of Israel for good 40, 40 years or thereabout. Hallelujah. God will help us. God will help us. Everyone at some point in his walk with God will have a wilderness moment. What you do at those times are very key. David always wanted more of God. He was never relenting. He was never giving up. And even when he misses it, he goes back to God. Amen. How do I know? Psalm 42, 1 to 3. says, as the heart panted after the brooks, water brooks, so panted my soul after thee, O God. Hallelujah. My soul tested for God, for the living God. 
For when, when, I, when shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my meat day and night. Why they continually say unto me, where is thy God? Is someone asking you, where is your God? Seek after God. It's going to come true for you. David understood how much he needed God. He understood that without God, he can do nothing. He understood God to be the source of his strength and the strength of his life. That is in the place of relationship. David was intentional and deliberate in developing his relationship with God. He maintained a consistent, disciplined lifestyle of prayer and fellowship. If you look at all the scriptures that David wrote, majorly prayers, songs and fellowship, hallelujah, praising is God. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus also went through the process. Hallelujah. He went through the process. Jesus did not manifest his glory or the glory of God in Jesus was not revealed so that all men will see it until Jesus became 30. What was he doing from when he became 12 that we all understood that he went to the temple, he went there and he was asking them questions, he was fellowshipping with them till when it was time, what was he doing? It was building up capacity. Capacity through a consistent, disciplined lifestyle of fellowship. Prayer, searching of the scriptures, fasting, evangelism, obeying the voice of the spirit, walking in love, hallelujah, true service to God and humanity. That's what we need. This will help us when the storm arises. Building up capacity is key because you need it on your journey to your place of glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So maybe you're saying Jesus is God. He didn't, he didn't go through. He doesn't know what I'm going through. Hebrews 4, 15, 4, 15 says to us, For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all point tempted as we are, yet without sin. Hallelujah. So developing a relationship with God is getting intimate with God. It's getting to discover God for ourselves. Knowing and understanding how God relates with us. Hallelujah. It is personal. Nobody will develop a relationship with God for you. Amen. How do we develop a relationship with God? Discover who you are and why you are here. Jeremiah 1.45. Jeremiah 1.45. The Lord spoke to Jeremiah. Prophet Jeremiah. He said before he was conceived in a mother's womb. He's already known him. And he has called him to be a prophet to nations. Discover who you are. What that means to us is be born again. Abide in him and let him abide in you. What that means, stay in the place of fellowship with God. When I just got born again and I was trying to seek God and discover who God is to me, developing my relationship with God. I remember there was a particular night I was going to pray and I set my alarm. I slept off. I knew the kind of bulala that was bulala in my bonbon. And I got up. Not quite long ago, I was supposed to pray in the night. I didn't pray. Somebody just came and kicked me. I was thinking this my it was my wife that did that. That is the kind of relation we are talking about. Abiding. Place of fellowship. It will help us. Pray without ceasing. First Thessalonians 5. Pray without ceasing. That is why we are calling on you. Be baptized in the Holy Ghost. Study the word of God to know the will of God. Joshua 1.8. Hallelujah. Colossians 3.16. 
2 Timothy 2.15. How do we develop our relationship with God? Know how God speaks to you. Figure it out. On Wednesday when I was supposed to pray, I just, decided, I just realized that I just saw that water was flooding into a particular house and people were there. And I didn't understand. I was saying, ah, this could be floods of blessing coming. I, I didn't know it was a flood. And God was, maybe God was speaking to me then. I didn't understand what he was trying to say. That we need to pray that God should have mercy and don't allow this flood to be a destructive one to us. Obey the promptings of the Holy Spirit. When you obey him and you get it right, you keep growing, you obey him and you get it right, you keep growing. Be passionate. Be a passionate soul winner. John 15, 16. Hallelujah. Let me quickly rush through this. Benefit of developing a relationship with God. Benefit of developing a relationship with God. When you develop a relationship with God, it helps you to be purpose-driven. John 24. My will is to do the will of God. My, my meat is to do the will of God and to finish it. You will receive inner strength. When David was distressed, it was his relationship with God in 1 Samuel 36 that helped him to encourage himself in the Lord. He didn't say, this thing is not working again. Let me just forget about it. Amen. Amen. Benefit. You would have insight to mysteries or you access divine revelation or ideas. You will become untouchable. Touch not my anointed I'll do my prophet anyhow. You will be more than a conqueror. God will be with you, Romans 8.37, and he will be fighting for you. You will surely be promoted. That is a time of promotion. How Jesus was talked about in Hebrews 1.9, amen, that he loved righteousness and hated iniquity, and God anointed him with oil of glass above his fellow. You would finish well and finish strong. Are you here this morning? You don't know Jesus as the Lord and Savior? You want to start a relationship with him? Are you watching online? You don't have a relationship with this God, but somehow you connected with us this morning. You need to begin this relationship. It's important. You need it. You must be born again. You need to be a child of God. You need to begin to put your faith in Jesus. If you're in that category this morning, whether you are here in the auditorium or you are watching us online, put your hand on your chest and say, Father, today I am making a decision to surrender my life to you. Make this day a turning point in my life. I confess I am a sinner. I repent of all my sins. I accept Jesus into my life as my Lord and Savior. I declare Jesus is Lord and I believe you raised him from the dead. Please save me and let my life begin to have meaning. Call us up if you are watching online. God will be with you in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for your word this morning. We give you praise. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. Father, we ask that Lord, you reveal yourself to us. We ask that, Lord, nothing will separate us from you. We ask that, Lord, you will expose and terminate every plan of the enemy to cut us off from you. Father, please help us to hate what you hate and to love what you love in the name of Jesus. Father, by your Holy Spirit, bring us to a place of maturity, a place of mastery in our work with you. Father, teach our fingers to battle and our hands to war. In every battle that confronts us and is on us, give us victory. Thank you, dear Father God, for hearing our prayers. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout, hallelujah. God bless you all. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory, glory be to God. Glory, glory, glory be to God. Glory, glory, glory.